A big hello to my secret squad. It's Wednesday, right? I'm starting to lose track. I have a new episode for you today that you're going to love. I'm starting a mini series called The Secret to Staying Active at Home. Staying active and motivated is tough even without being in isolation. So I'm asking some of the most respected professionals in the fitness industry for their secrets. Today, I'm speaking remotely with Luke Milton. Luke is a celebrity trainer, the founder of Training Mate Fitness Studio, and a trainer on Khloe Kardashian's show, Revenge Body. His programs focus on high-intensity interval training, which we'll get into in depth later on. But he'll also focus on making fitness fun. He's going to teach us how to build lean muscle, spike up the heart rate, and have fun while doing it. Thank you for chatting with me, Luke. Hey, Robin. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a real honor to be here today. So again, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, it's such a pleasure. And when I just described everything you're going to talk to us about today, it was a mirror to exactly what I really love to do in the gym. And that's spike my heart rate, build lean muscle and, you know, burn fat, but also having fun while doing it. Yeah, absolutely, Robert. It has to be the total package. And as you know, consistency is key to any success, particularly with physical health. And the more fun you can have whilst getting that physical health, the better and the more consistent you're going to be. That's so true. You know, when I just said that, it reminded me of Philip and I both raised our two sons and they're both grown men right now. But when they were young and growing up, they were both athletes, just like their father. And every time, every sport they played in, you know, Philip would talk to them before they'd go out on the court or go out on the field. And the last thing that I would say to him and he, Philip as well, would have fun, have fun. It didn't matter what they were about to do, whatever sport it was, the last thing they'd hear, have fun, have fun. So, you know, I think that is important. It's the most important thing. I'm so glad that you brought your kids up like that because that was my experience growing up as well. And I was lucky enough to be a professional athlete and all that mattered was that fun aspect. And I think that uh, maybe we forget that sometimes. We take life a little bit too serious. So it's always good as a little reminder every day in anything you do to have fun. I agree. So you just, you just brought up your background. So tell us a little bit about your background as an athlete. Yeah, Robin. So basically, I grew up in the Shire in the suburbs of Sydney, Australia, and just had an active childhood. We were always on the beach or playing rugby uh, very early on in life. That progressed into a professional career where I was fortunate enough to represent my country, Australia, in the sport of rugby, and went on to have a professional career for spanning about 10 years, which was great. Uh, from there, I just developed such a love and such an obsession with a healthy lifestyle and having fun and the camaraderie of my teammates and just that bonding with people that I I feel so fortunate to be a part of team sports because there are all these amazing attributes that come with it. So then after professional sports, I started training mate and training mate effectively is just a big team. (laughs) It's just a big sporting team of people that support each other from members, from mates to people that work here, trainers, front desk management, everyone's just in it together, having fun and increasing that camaraderie and mateship that uh, I felt was lacking in the fitness industry. Uh-huh. And you know what? That's so true because it is important to have a team sport kind of mentality to, uh, I think, to working out. It's it's not a lot of fun to work out by yourself is what I'm trying to say. And so when you have someone with you, even a, a large group, like a team, it makes it so yeah. much more enjoyable, so much more fun. And really, you have uh, almost can get that competitive spirit. Do you agree? 
Yeah, absolutely, Robin. The competitiveness definitely naturally occurs. So everyone pushes <laughs> themselves a little bit further than what you would do on your own. And we just use the word mate to us. Uh, the team, the group, the whatever it may be is just a mate. And a mate to us is there in the good times, the bad times, and the average times because we don't have to be good or bad. <laughs> it could just be a regular day or a regular workout. And that's what training mate is. And that's what team sports are to me. I, uh, I just I really realized after I retired, from professional sports that I didn't miss the sport too much but I miss the camaraderie and the teammates and and again that's what what we've created with training mate and as you said working out with a mate so much better it's more fun it's more active you're going to do it more consistently and yeah it's a great way to do it it's so wonderful that you already had training mate created before everyone was told to stay home and encouraged to take care of themselves and take care of the, the world and everyone around yeah. us by staying home and you had already created training mates. So it's, it's such a bonus for all of us now staying at home and taking care of ourselves and staying yeah. healthy. So tell us more about training mate. Yeah. Thanks Robin. Yeah. Look, training mate has been open in America for in LA for over seven years now. So basically I started it when I retired in Sydney, Australia, it was just as a corporate wellness slash group, fitness program and then we brought it to america in 2012 from los angeles we opened our first studio in west hollywood which is where i am now it's my little safe place i love it here and we opened in 2012 we now got multiple studios across los angeles and what happened with the coronavirus is it, it forced us to pivot and to take training mate fitness studios, which we've built up over seven years and had great success with. We're very fortunate for just got named the number one studio in Los Angeles and oh, then COVID-19 yeah. happened. So we were like, how do we pivot now? And we then created mate to go which is the online training mate. So it's mate to gotrainingmatecom and you can follow all of our programs and all of our workouts online in the comfort of your own home or in your office or wherever you choose to be comfortable, even outdoors. That is so wonderful. So you just pull it up online and yes. follow along the training program. Exactly. And the big thing was I wanted that energy. There's this energy about training, mate, that is so unique to us. And it's all about having fun and being energetic and getting through whatever we've got to get through, but together as mates. And the big challenge was to try and get that to really you know, go through the screen and to come into your living room and still get that energy. And I'm very grateful to say that we've managed to do that. So I feel you know, really appreciative of everyone that's supporting us and the back and forth energy is just amazing. It's great. To be named number one, that is such an honor and speaks yeah. so highly of your effort and, and your program. So congratulations on that. Oh, thanks so much, Ron. I appreciate it, mate. How have you been able to make Training Mate unique? Yeah, I think that what you touched on before, Robin, which was so important to you, is just made, we made it fun. And it was a really important part of me to have that teammate aspect and have that fun aspect. But what was really important to me and what I believe makes Training Mate so unique is that we focus on a healthy lifestyle and not just a healthy body. And a healthy lifestyle to me is physical health, social health, and mental health. And it's actually addressing those three evenly and not just throwing them out as power words. It's something that I really learned from professional sports, Robin. It was one of those things that when I left professional sports, I found myself in a bit of an unknown world. I didn't know where I belonged, what my identity was, all of those sorts of things. So for years, I really addressed the physical health. So to talk about physical health, that's 
your workouts. That's our nutrition plans. It's how we're looking after the physical body that we have. And that's consistently working out and nutrition. But a lot of people do that. A lot of people actually get that right. But across the world, we have all of these different crises on mental health and people feeling alone all the time so social health was really big to me and that's the high fives in class that's having a mate that's again a mate is there through the good times the bad times and the everyday times a mate can be a partner it can be a husband a wife a son a daughter a neighbor a workmate whatever but we need that social health and sometimes a social health means maybe doing things that contradict our physical health so if that means having a cup of coffee more than you need to or having that muffin or having that burger or pizza or beer or whatever you want to do, go for it. You know, you have that because we're, we're human beings, we're social beings. We need that interaction with other human beings. And I believe that if you touch those first two principles evenly, then we go a long way to dealing with our mental health. Things like increased anxieties, increased depression. We've, we're starting to see a lot of science that's backing that if we're socially healthy and physically healthy, that a lot of those things really come down a few notches. So that's been my big aim in life is to try and in a relatable way, get that message across that it's not just all about looking good and the physical being. It's, it's about feeling good and it's about also being healthy socially. That means having mates and mates that support you through good, bad and everyday terms. And I'm sure you agree that you don't have to be a good athlete to participate in your program, correct? Absolutely not, Robin. In fact, what we specialize in, it is a program for everyone. And I designed it around a timed principle. So that means it's 45 seconds on, 15 seconds off. So you could be in with next to an Olympian, which is a, an, an actual example. We have Olympians that work out here. And it could be your first workout since you left college 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever that may be. But you get the same workout because one might do 10 push-ups, one might do 30 push-ups, whatever. It's relatively all the same results for each oh, person. I love that. So no one yeah. needs to feel intimidated. You've, you've designed this program for everyone to feel yeah. everyone can do it. No one feels intimidated. You yeah. actually meet everyone right where they are. Exactly, Robin. And that word that you just used, intimidation, right? That was so synonymous with the group fitness industry. I was a professional athlete and I was intimidated walking into these places going, am I good enough to do this? Am I fit enough to do this? It's like, of course you are. <laughs> yes. It's your journey. It's your workout. So that's where the high fives and the nicknames and that whole Australiana really comes into play because we want to break those walls down. Fitness is not about intimidation. Fitness is about moving your body, you know, having social health having mental health, that is fitness. That's a healthy lifestyle. Anyone can do that, whether you walk, run, swim, surf, ride your bike, take the dog for a walk. It doesn't have to be in a training mate studio, you know, and we're, we're built with the best gym that we could ever get. So all of these things that we would think are intimidating, lack of time, lack of resources, don't have the money to, to go and join a gym, you've got the best gym right here. So it's all about being resourceful, right? Even if you don't have the resources and really just making the best of it. But anyone, fitness is about you moving your body. That's it. That's right. When, for the listeners, when you say you've got a gym right here, you're actually pointing to yourself. Your, your body. body, yeah. Yeah, your body is the best gym you could ever have. Remember, you don't need million-dollar fit-outs or multi-million-dollar fit-outs. Your body can cause all the resistance that you need. Your body can provide you with all of the cardiovascular responses that you need in the comfort of your own home or out getting some fresh air. Your body is your best gym. I love that. I'm one of the firm believers that 
you must take care of yourself so you can take care of those you love and take care of your family. And you must put yourself first and be the healthiest that you can be. And that's not a selfish thing to do. And I also firmly believe that it is never too late to get started taking care of yourself. Oh, so that's where that, absolutely. yeah, the belief of don't be intimidated. Don't think that you can't do it because I love that your training mate program is for everyone that everyone can start on the same day at the same rate and get that perfect workout to get healthy. Yeah, absolutely. It's such an important part for me because, you know, fitness in general, physical health, mental health, and social health shouldn't favor the rich or poor or anyone. It shouldn't, it should be for everyone. And that's what training mate does. And so why do you think regular exercise is important, especially during this time? I know that you've just been speaking about that, but tell us, why are some of the reasons that especially during this time is a really important time to focus on your exercise? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think that the most important part is controlling the controllables. There is so much out there right now that is out of our control from the information that we're getting to the validity of the information that we're getting through to when we're going back to work, are we going back to work? Uh, are our social places going to open? When are they going to open? How are they going to open? There are all of these unknowns. So a big tip that I have is just control the controllable. You are absolutely in control of your health right now, your mental health, your social health, and your physical health by doing a program like mate to go or by just going out and having a regular walk, whatever it is, stay consistent and keep the consistencies in your life consistent and there. And again, control the controllables. Let the world will look after itself. The world will work itself out. But for right now, as you just said, there is nothing selfish about taking care of yourself. And mm -hmm. right now, everyone needs to take care of themselves. And if that's at 9 a.m. every morning, we wake up and we do a 40-minute workout, or if that's at 10 a.m. or at 6 a.m., whatever that may be, keep a routine and control the controllables. Mm -hmm. You know, Philip is always saying body image and self-image should not vary together, but they do. And you really focus on the person being proud of themselves, right? Absolutely, Robert. Like, we've only got one body. We can't compare to anyone else. We can't, you know, we're one person. And your workout or your life or your lifestyle is yours and own it and be proud of that. And, and the more we can focus in on the individual and take a bit of pressure off the world's full of pressure these days. So take that little bit of pressure off. Uh, and that's what I, I feel that training mates point and purpose in the fitness industry is it's relatable workouts and related delivered by relatable people. We're not perfect. No one is. And I think that that's the message I want to get across to everyone. It's about you and whatever the workout that you like best is the best workout for you. Simple. I love that. How do you suggest the listeners hold themselves accountable Set a routine. Accountability is the number one thing in achieving so many of our goals, but particularly our physical and health goals. So set a calendar and remind yourself that every single morning or night at a particular time, you do your workout. Now, if you don't have the means to join a per class cost-based workout, or if you don't have the, the means or the resources to get a reputable online workout, it is really, really simple. Do 10 push-ups. 10 sit-ups, 10 squats, and jog on the spot for 10 seconds. Do that four or five times in the comfort of your living room, but just do it consistently every single day. Move your body, get your body working for you, and keep that consistency, and you will go a long way to achieving your health results in no time at all. 
just get started, period. And absolutely. Then, and and just what you just suggested is a very good start. Yeah. Do that once, Robin, or or if you're an athlete, do it ten times. Again, they're only responses, right? And I think that we in the fitness industry, it's very confusing because we don't always translate science in the most understandable ways. But it's just about adapting the body, your cardiovascular system. Just get it, get it working. The circulatory system, get it working. Pump that blood around the body. So an air squat in the comfort of your living room is activating that circulatory system. Breathing deep, getting that cardiovascular system going, and fatiguing a muscle in the comfort of your own home however you want to do it as simple as you want to do it they're just adaption points and we can all do that you know for me personally it's so hard to get in there and get on the treadmill or to get outside and get start walking and doing that cardio workout but it's so funny because all I have to do is remind myself that once I get started it's always for me personally it's about 12 minutes in and it's I'm so hooked it's like, I, yeah. I know for me, it's, I'm going to say 12 to 15 minutes maybe, but once I'm past that 12 minute mark, I could, I believe I could walk the entire city. <laughs> I could stay on a treadmill. I could do whatever I'm doing for cardio. I feel like I could yeah. do it for hours after that 12 minute mark. So I'm sure for everyone, it's different. Everyone has their own time or their own, that, that feeling they get, but I have to remind myself that of that sometimes, though. It's hard. Isn't to get it an amazing feeling, though? Isn't it just such a such a great feeling to have that exercise tight, release yeah. that serotonin, get everything sort of going, and and put a smile on your face and feel yeah. good about yourself? And, yeah. and as you said, it's just that quick reminder. But yeah. if we can just do that quick reminder and get ourselves going, take that first step, start that exercise, you're going to feel a million times better in like literally no time at all. Like you said, 12 minutes, 15 minutes. Yes. How many times have we procrastinated for 12 or 15 minutes? And we're like, oh, I'm into Instagram or Facebook now. I'm down this social rabbit hole. But if we yes. did that in exercise and you get those feelings, and again, it's just, it's, it's such a great way to, to live your life. And to remind ourselves when we get that feeling like, oh, I'm going to remind myself of this feeling tomorrow yeah. or the next day yeah. when I don't <laughs> want to do it. But it's a great, great feeling. So tell me, maintaining respiratory health is of critical importance right now. So what are some tips to keep your lungs healthy? Absolutely, Robin. Look, consistency through cardiovascular exercise. So anything that's going to, for lack of a better word, stress that, that respiratory system or the lungs there. So big, deep breathing, making sure that we're utilizing that breath throughout different parts of our exercise routine. That's why I came up with the 45 seconds on, 15 seconds off, to stress the body to a point where we really need to breathe through it and activate that cardiovascular system. Keep breathing keep stressing it and then have a rest, bring it back to normal and then go again. So respiratory health can really come off the back of consistent workouts, just increasing that heart rate and increasing the need for oxygen in the body. So the more that we can do that, the more consistently we can do that, the healthier we are through that respiratory health. I love that. So how is it possible to build and maintain muscle without using weights or a gym? Sure. Well, the thing is that your body, again, is the best gym that you've got. So by doing push-ups, by doing squats, and by doing lunges, and by doing all of these things, we are stressing and breaking down the muscle fiber itself. And then we replenish that with good food, which is still available, good produce, and we have that protein element that rep repairs and replenishes the muscle itself, and we get muscle growth. So we can absolutely stay in shape keep our muscles lean, keep our muscles strong, and keep our muscles toned through using your body as a resistance weight. We do not need 
multi-million dollar pieces of equipment or gyms fitted out with those equipment. We just need our body and we need to produce it with resistance. Okay, so you build HIT workouts and that's H-I-I-T. What is that for? Yes, what is that for? that's high intensity interval training. So I live by this, Robin, and I never knew I did it as a youngster in my childhood, but it was absolutely what I was doing there. Effectively, it's increasing the intensity through an interval program. So that's why the 45 seconds on, 15 seconds mm-hmm. off, the way I see it is that's the best, most efficient way to train your body and to get maximum results by really pushing yourself for 45 seconds and then letting all of those adaptions come back to us, repairing and releasing all of those great things in our body that really make us recover and then go again and then 45 seconds, go again and then really making sure that we keep stressing our body. High intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us again why this type of workout is so effective. The workout's so effective because of the intensity. I think that the secret to all results comes from increasing that intensity. So by increasing the intensity for a particular amount of time, in this case, 45 seconds, we're actually fatiguing so many parts of the body. We're getting that cardiovascular system fatigued. We're getting that circulatory system really working. And we're stressing the body to a point where it continues to grow and adapt at that new growth level. So by keeping that intensity high, we're always pushing that level up, up, up every time we do it. Our body doesn't get used to a particular modality or it doesn't get used to a particular weight or time. We continue to increase that intensity and we continue to raise that bar and raise our standards, especially physiologically speaking. And how would someone go about building an at-home workout plan for themselves? Absolutely. So what I mentioned earlier, we could do 10 push-ups, 10 squats, 10 Mm -hmm. sit-ups. We could do that over a timed principle if we really want to get into that high-intensity interval training model at home. For instance, do 45 seconds of push-ups when we wake up in the morning after a warm-up, then have 15 seconds rest, then do 45 seconds of squats, body weight squats, and then have 15 seconds rest, and then do 45 seconds of sit-ups, and then have 15 seconds rest, 45 seconds of high knees on the spot. There's a four to five minute little circuit. Repeat that as many times as you see fit for your body. I feel like it's exactly what I need to get back into my workouts. I will be uh, honest with you. I've been a little lax with my workouts lately, probably in the last, I'm going to say probably the last year, I haven't been as consistent as I should be. I've been so busy, but. And that's okay. That's okay, Robin. You know, exactly. That's what I told myself. It is. It's, it's okay. You're in control of your body. You can jump back on those tracks whenever you want to. And I think that the best part is to find something fun and or someone fun to do it with to jump back onto that track we, we can't beat ourselves up psychologically about you know not being as consistent as you want because your consistency is someone else's inconsistency and someone else's inconsistency is your consistency it's it's all relative to you and and you know i want to be really really uh, clear with it. we just can't beat ourselves up about it it's okay you just I, jump I totally back on it and we, we go again I completely agree with you because, you know, life is stressful anyway. I mean, life is busy and it can be so stressful and, and, uh, and that word fun has to be in there. And so that's one thing I always say. I don't kick myself if I want to take a day off or a year off. I don't Absolutely. really, I don't kick myself for that or, or give myself a hard time at all uh, because, you know, it's just a, it's a busy life that we all are oh, going through absolutely. and it's stressful right now. So yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I don't guilt and lose myself at 
all for taking a break, yeah. but it's really been something on my mind that I've missed it and I'm ready to get back yeah. in the gym and get back to my workouts because it is something like I just said, I've really been missing it. So I'm excited to give training made a good try and Oh, I'm excited for you to do it. But isn't that a cool thing that you just said that you're missing working out? You're missing yes. those feelings. Like, isn't that cool? Like, and I think that it's just perception, right? It's just, if we look at working out as a reward instead of a punishment, there are no punishments. You have a piece of pizza, bad luck, you had a piece of pizza. Like, who cares? It's I agree. Fine. I agree. We don't punish ourselves. The workout's a reward because of what we spoke about before, right? Like, how good do you feel 12 minutes into that treadmill? You feel amazing and that's a reward for just being alive and, and, and doing the stressful stuff. Like, mate, we all need gold medals around our neck just for getting through a day these days, you know, from dealing with anxiety, bringing up families, whatever. Or if you're by yourself, go nuts. But it's all about a reward and exercise should be a reward. That's so true. You know, and I've never been one to enjoy classes. I've always enjoyed just uh single workouts, so to speak. Sure. So I'm actually looking forward to more of a class type atmosphere like your training yeah. mate gives. Tell us about training on Chloe Kardashian's show, Revenge Body. Yeah, Revenge Body's been great. Uh, so we've done three seasons of it now. And it's just it was just a really great way to use someone like Chloe's platform to be able to deliver uh, very independent messages about fitness. So uh, the concept of the show was trainers that are on a show and go through it with everyday people who still have to continue with their everyday routines. And this is a real unique aspect of Revenge Body, which I fell in love with. People, it's not a lock-in show. show. Oh, thank you very much. I I, I love it. I'm I'm a fan of the show as well, so I get to be on it as well. Chloe's been amazing with just her generosity with her resources to be able to get that show out and, and, and using her image and just being so instrumental in the success of the show. So that's been great. And then we move to the trainers who we all have different philosophies. We all have different modalities from group training to one-on-one. Some of the best trainers in the world, Gunnar Peterson, mm-hmm. Harley Pasternak, you know, and then there's another Simone Delarue, who's another Aussie myself. We're on there, but we're all very different. And what Chloe did really well was allowed us to be different. We, mm-hmm. She didn't put us and put us in a little box and say, you have to do this. We were allowed to go out and do our own modality and everyone got really good results, but really sustainable results because it's a, a show that everyone, it's realistic. People are still going to their jobs. People are still in college or doing whatever they've got to do. And they've got to make the time to come and see us as trainers and to take charge of their own healthy lifestyle. And so I just feel really blessed and grateful to have been on the show because it is in that unique aspect of getting people a healthy lifestyle during their regular lifestyle, which I love. That's right. It's a very inspirational show as far as I'm concerned. Not only is Chloe very inspirational, but just as you were just saying, the trainers, all of the trainers, all of the advice, everyone, the contestants, and I call them contestants, but the hardworking people on there, everything about it is very inspirational. So congratulations for everything you do on that show. Uh, thanks, Robin. No, I'm really proud of it. And yeah, it's a great group of mates. Everyone's uh, in it together. Everyone's very supportive. I have to ask, you're a celebrity trader. So do you still get starstruck? Uh, it's funny you say that. I have been starstruck, but not by some of the people that you would think. I've been very, very fortunate to have trained some, some big celebrities, and I'm very grateful for that. And they've all turned into mates, and, and they're great people. I was really intimidated when 
Julie Rice, the founder of SoulCycle, came to one of my classes oh. because I just, I, I'm a huge fan of that brand. I'm a huge fan of what her and Elizabeth did with it. And I just, I'm just a big fan of this. And I remember I taught thousands of classes. I, yeah, and, and, and again, it's, it was great. And, I, and I'm very appreciative of the celebrity clientele. I train my end that I train one-on-one as well. It's, it's just, I'm very grateful for it. But when she came in, I, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I forgot what I'm doing. <laughs> I how to control the class. And so, so, so by that, I think I'm, I'm starstruck by people who have accomplished a lot of the things and given a lot, a lot to, to whatever industry that they're in, whether that be celebrity or through business uh, service. Mm-hmm. I'm big on service. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. We do a drink of the day every week, so I wanted to ask you, what would be some of your favorite non-alcoholic drinks that you would enjoy or that you might want to offer a guest at your home? Yeah, look, absolutely. Ab- yeah, absolutely. I've got a lot. I, I love sparkling water, mineral water. I know it's called different things in Australia. <laughs> I love the water. But the one thing, my whole philosophy is if it's had a life, it's good for you. So everything should have had a life. So how I liven up water is I squeeze a fresh lemon into my water. And I do this consistently every single day. Talk about routines. This yes. is a, a real consistent in my day-to-day routine. I wake up and before I do anything, I get a dog up all of that. I squeeze a whole lemon into a big glass of water and I have it. And I don't even know if I'm conscious at the time that I have it, but mm-hmm. I liven my water. I give my water a life by putting that lemon like citric acid in it. And there's so many different you know, benefits to that with, as far as waking up the metabolism and citric acid and what that does to your body. But I just enjoy it. It's refreshing and I like it. And it's become a part of my routine. So that's what I really, really enjoy first doing. First thing in so, the morning. First thing in the morning, I do it every day. So, so as far as I go, that's my go-to drink, and I love it. Sparkling water is, is another thing that I that I really, really do enjoy uh, in the non-alcoholic variety, and, and, and that's it. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty religious on my uh, on my hydration. So it's one of the big things that I think that fitness can be a bit gray at times, but one of the the real things is hydration is key to everything. So the more we can hydrate, the better. I agree. I think I think it's so important uh, to stay hydrated all day long, not only for our organs, but our skin, everything about it. And especially if we're focusing on exercising during the day. So let me ask you this. When you say you get up first thing in the morning, you drink that water. Is it do you do room temperature or do you like it chilled? I like it chilled. So I know the argument against chilled. I know the room temperature as far as it metabolizes quicker in your body. So it has been suggested. I like it chilled and I, and, and I stick by that. <laughs> I really I, yeah, I've never known if that was really true or not, that you shouldn't have it chilled. I like it in both ways. I usually have it uh, room temperature, right. but I also like it chilled. So I, didn't, I don't know if that's true or not about the metabolism and, and all that. What do you think? Yeah, I, you know, I've never, I've never found any valid science that has proved that right. 
So okay. that's why I'm staying chilled. I, I, I like it, Joe. I'm not saying it's not out there. I've just never found the information to support the room temperature. I think that it's one of those things that's suggested, and that's that's great. But that I, I like the comfort and I like the experience of having chilled water. <laughs> do, you, do, do you take uh, the lemon and do you put it in a juicer, or you just cut it in half? And I do it? not. Yep, just go full Australian on it. It's very basic. I just cut it in half and squeeze it into that glass Good. and I drink it and I start my hydration process for the day. So, yes, it's uh, it's non-fancy, but it does taste good. It is very yeah. refreshing. I love that. What do you think about that that apple cider vinegar and water? Yeah, so, so the, the point of apple cider vinegar... I can get behind and, and, and creating that good bacteria in the, the gut and effectively increasing our GI, our gastrointestinal health through our digestive system into our gut and creating so many different processes down in the gut itself. We have to be a little bit careful. I think that we mm -hmm. can overdo things and I think that sometimes a little bit of information can be dangerous. We have to look at it as a whole. What are we doing behind it? We want that good bacteria in the gut. Absolutely. We don't need to be taking apple cider vinegar straight in fact, it can, you know, cause damage to our enamel of our teeth and it can cause different, you know, sort of digestive problems if we do have it straight. So I would absolutely dilute it in water while I'm having it. But the health benefits are, are in my opinion, absolute and are there's validity behind them, especially when we're talking about GI or gastrointestinal health. And that's digestive health. So the way we process everything down into our stomach to be processed, to be passed throughout the body. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite ways to have water is with watermelon. Have you oh, ever yes. I love watermelon juiced, period. Yes. But, uh, I also like to just slice it or chop it up and, and also squeeze it into my drinking water. Isn't watermelon this a miracle food? Like, especially the heat, isn't it? It's amazing. It's just so refreshing. I love. It. I've got childhood memories of having, yeah, watermelon in uh, hot Australian summers. But anything that we infuse our water with, fruit based or vegetable based, I'm all in for. I love it. Yes. Cucumber and mint in the water, the lemon in the water, and have a have a big tub of that just sitting there at your ready in the house. Fantastic. Yeah. I have yeah. a fun. I have a fun little story to tell. Uh, I took a girls' trip and uh, we were all sitting around the pool under the umbrella, actually. One of the girls in the group wanted a glass of watermelon juice. And they said that they didn't have any watermelon left, period, because a famous actor was obsessed with watermelon juice and they had run out of all of the watermelon in the entire world. <laughs> That's all he ordered while he was there. I was going to say his name, but now I think I better not because he had an obsession <laughs> But he's a very nice man. He He's an actor and he has a foundation and he gives a lot of money and works really hard in countries that have suffered from earthquakes and such. Oh, great. I'm he, reading between the lines and I think I know who it is. <laughs> but that's great. That's amazing. He's also very hydrated. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So it's very, very healthy for you. So, you know, what I also love is they have these very inexpensive, really, pitchers that you can buy that help you to infuse water with all kinds of different fruits and vegetables. I think that's a Absolutely. good idea. Absolutely. Look, Robert, as you know, look, water and hydration is such a big part of our life. And I, and I could go on for hours about it, but we really, physically speaking anyway, we really can't do much if we're dehydrated. You can't oxidize fat or burn fat. You're really going to struggle with a lot of the physical exertion things that we do, exercise, even day-to-day -day activities. So hydration is key. So however we can make that 
more common and more enjoyable, infusing it with your favorite fruits, vegetables, whatever it may be, then that's what you go and do. And if that requires purchasing, as you said, that they're quite inexpensive, a lot of these things, go and get it. Whatever makes you take care of your health and take charge of your health, go, go for it. That's right. I'm going to encourage all the listeners to go to, I've got a secret with robinmcgraw.com and I'm going to put some recipes on there for some infused waters and some non-alcoholic drinks that include these fruits that we've been talking about and such. How do you like playing games? I love games, Robin. I think life's a game, so (laughs) I love it. So I think it's time we'll play a game right now. What do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm game. Okay, good. Okay, so the name of this game is Would You Rather? And it is about a cheat day. So if you're going to have a cheat day, I'm going to ask some questions and you can answer them. And I'll answer them as well. So would you rather on your cheat day have pizza or a double cheeseburger? Oh, I have to say, Robin, coming over here, gee, Americans know how to do burgers. I'll, I'll take the burger. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the best burgers I in the world, America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with you on that one because I love beef and I love cheeseburgers. So I would Perfect. take cheeseburger. Okay, so would you rather have ice cream or cake? I'm, you know, I'm going to take ice cream. I'm going to take ice cream. Yeah. Really? I'm not a big sweet person, to be honest, but, but, but ice cream is, yeah, it's, it's nice to have that every now and then. Okay. So I don't, I don't really do any dairy. So right. I, even though I could do lactose free, I'm sure ice cream, but yeah. I don't do that, but I'm really not big on sugar and sweets anymore either, but between the two, I'm going to pick cake. What, what type of cake, Robin? What you got to fill us and give us, give us the. Okay, so if I if I was going to pick cake right now, I would want carrot cake, or oh. honestly, I think I would pick angel food cake. I oh, love it. Yeah, I can see the persuasive. I get because I, I was going to change my mind, but I'm sticking with ice cream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so would you rather binge a Netflix show or a movie marathon? This is a tough one. I feel like I've changed over the last four to six months on this one. I'm going to go with the TV show. I'm going with the series. Yeah. Yeah. I got hooked on Ozark and just watched it from from start to finish. And I, I, just, I think it's a great, it's a very new way to, to view things and media has certainly changed, but it's, uh, it was, it was addictive to say so. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, Philip and I binge watch shows all the time. That's our favorite yeah. way to do it. It's like if we're watching something and we catch up and then we have to wait a week to watch the next one. I, yeah. It's like, no, no. Oh. I don't like waiting. So binge watching shows is my favorite thing to do. Hasn't that just changed so much? One of my best friends is an actor, Alan Leach. He's on Downton Abbey. So when I became friends with him, I'd seen a few episodes of Downton, but never the whole thing. But when we became close, I'm like, I've got to be a good mate here. I've got to watch the whole thing. I watched it from start basically yes. to finish all six seasons. And it was just a great way to watch it. It was just like watching an extended movie. Uh, so it was, it was great. It was really cool. It is. And I have to tell you, I agree with you on Ozark. Oh, we, we watch that. We love that show. We yeah. love that. Yeah. 
Oh, it's uh, it's definitely a yeah, it's definitely a good show. Okay, so would you rather have cookies or donuts? Ooh, I, I'll take cookies. I'll take cookies with. I'll preface by saying they have to be soft. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I would go with a donut. Any day. Really? Yes. Any particular type? Do you want the the, the, the fresh mm. ones or you want the glazed I, ones? Or? I like the cream filled donuts, which okay. but. Uh, really just glazed donuts too. I love, okay. I love And yesterday. Uh, my favorite thing though is cinnamon roll. Is it? Yeah. Mm. I made, I made cinnamon rolls yesterday myself. <laughs> yep. That's good. Look at that. Oh, I love good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So would you rather have cheese fries or potato chips? Potato chips. I, I don't get the cheese on fries thing. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Cause I would want no, really crispy French fries. But I go with yeah. potato chips as well. Okay. Red Hots or M&Ms? I don't know what Red Hots are, but I do love peanut M&Ms. It's my favorite candy. We used to have warheads in Australia. I'm sure they're American. Oh. <laughs> and, oh. and you would get the spicy ones of those. And oh, boy, did they burn. Yes. My candy, the name of my candy is Hot Tamales. Oh, Okay. Oh, yes. And I was so addicted to those hot tamales that, and they were just fiery hot. My mouth would just be on fire, but I could not yeah. quit eating them. And yeah. I, I had a box of them with me at all times. Like I would be driving just carpool to the school and yeah. had them in the car. And so one day I walked into the pharmacy and uh, I loved the pharmacist there. He was a good friend of ours. He and his wife. Okay. And I had a box like five boxes of them in my hand to purchase. And he looked at me and said, and he knew I was really into my health. I've always really been into health, but he said, said, uh, you know, there are two things your body does not know what to do with. And I just went, yeah. Okay. What's that? He said, gluten and sugar. (laughs) And I mean, I knew that (laughs) I knew that, but I guess I, he just felt like, and you're holding five boxes of those hot tamales. I went, yes. And a loaf of bread. <laughs> yes. And when he said that, it just like hit me like, oh my gosh. And I put those down and I never had them after that. I've never had a hot tamale. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. It was such a simple thing. And I was like, duh. So, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. On with the game. Would you rather have a milkshake or a soda? Milkshake. Milkshake. Okay. Yeah, I'm milkshake. Gonna, I'm going to have to say I wouldn't have either one of those because I don't do dairy. No. And I gave up soda a long time ago. It, Good for you. Yeah. That's the one big thing. Uh, you know, I can deal with the fat in, in dairy, but the, the sodas, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of soda. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't handle soda. But, okay, would you rather stay in bed all day or lounge around on the sofa, well, on the couch? Lounge around, and even still, it's one of those things. I'm I'm quite hyperactive, so I'm always out and about. But staying in bed to me, I've, ne- I've never been able to do it. I just I got to get up. I can go to the couch, but I've, I've got to get up. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same way. I don't think I've ever ever stayed in bed all day unless I'm sick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely the same. Okay, so nachos or onion rings? Nachos. Nachos. I agree. Yes. <laughs> okay, so. Now, these are two Australian snacks, and you'll have to explain to the listeners, fairy bread or 
Tim Tam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, the first one takes me back to my childhood. Fairy bread is just white bread with a, a generous amount of butter and hundreds of thousands or sprinkles on it, rainbow sprinkles on it. Oh. And it is cut into triangles and it is at every birthday pre, I would say, 12 years of age. So from the age of one through 12, that is at every single birthday party. And it has to be homemade. You can't get it you know, pre-made. And it is, it's just, a, it's just a staple at every birthday party. Tim Tams should have their own day of the year. They are incredible. <laughs> They're amazing. It's a chocolate biscuit, uh, a chocolate cookie. Uh, because in, 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 in the South as well, a biscuit is like a scone, right? So we call a biscuit, like a cookie is a biscuit in Australia. So a Tim Tam is just a, a chocolate covered cookie basically with a smooth caramel, some of them caramel or a smooth fudge through the middle of it. And if you bite off each corner and suck through the milk of it, oh, you'll never go back. You'll never go back. Oh, <laughs> both of those sound so wonderful. They really are. But, I, but, but I'll have to go with the Tim Tams in my older age. Had you asked me 20 years ago, I would have been all for fairy bread. But right now it's, it's Tim Tams. Oh, how fun. Well, I think I would go with both of those because I've never had either one of them. And then you make them sound so wonderful. And yeah, I maybe I should ease those. off on my positivity about it. <laughs> I'd love to get both of those for my grandchildren. I know they would love them. And you have a, you have a daughter, don't you? I do have a daughter. She's five. She just turned five uh, on the 31st of March. Yeah. So little Riley, she's just the most incredible little angel you've ever, ever seen. But now we're, we're doing, you know, the homeschool thing and the Skype classrooms and everything else. So it's, 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 it's great. Be grateful for what we've got, right? Spending more time with her has been a silver lining of all of this for sure. Has she had both of these snacks? She has not had fairy bread. She's not had fairy bread. I'll have to uh, up my game on that, I think, because yeah. she's, she's had Tim Tams and she actually likes Vegemite. So this is, uh, yeah. She actually likes Vegemite. So uh, yeah. it's, it was one of the proudest days of my life. <laughs> she enjoyed it. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Okay, so um, that's the end of our, our game. And I okay. really enjoyed that. That was fun. I think, that I think our fun. listeners got to know a lot about both of us when it comes to our day. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed our time together. I'm going to have to say I need to end this episode now so I can <laughs> run to the kitchen and I want to get some Tim Tams. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, you'll have to let me know how you go with them. It's, uh, it's an update I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I will certainly do that because I'm going to be thinking of Tim Tams until I get some. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be searching a recipe. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to get them. You can get them in America now. They're, they're amazing. Go for it. They're great. I love it. I love it. Well, look, thank you so much for all of the wonderful information. You have just been full of information and, uh, and you've been brilliant. And I just can't thank you enough for being here today. And you helped with this, start this series in such a wonderful way. Robin, thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I appreciate everything. And just thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Well, you are so welcome. I know you've inspired and motivated the Secret Squad to stay active at home. And can you tell our listeners where they can find your studio, Training Mate, online? Yeah, so it's trainingmate.com. And our online program is mate2go.trainingmate.com. 
Oh, I love it. Secret Squad, post your at-home workouts on social media and tag me uh, for videos and behind-the-scenes photos. Follow our Instagram page by searching I've Got a Secret Podcast. And definitely check out I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for even more extras. And until next week, bye-bye.